Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are tuned into the newest edition of the Fistful of Cash podcast. As always, I am your host, Dale Lippin, in here breaking down UFC Copenhagen. Taking Jack Hermanson taking on Jared the Killer Gorilla Cannoneer. Super excited for this fight, man. This is a stack card. I've had a lot of people saying that this card is a snooze fest. I actually think that there's a lot of great value on this card. I also think there's a lot of great fights on this card, too. I'm excited about it. Uh, kicking off the main card, Nicholas Dalby's back. Uh, taking on Alex Cowboy Oliveira. Cowboy Oliveira sitting at 20-7. and seven. Dalby sitting at 17-3. and three. And I love Dalby in this fight. Took some time away from the UFC. Fought in some other promotions. Came back, and he's still sitting at a dog at plus 125. I love him at plus 125. I think Dalby's going to get this done. Oliveira has not shown himself to be uh, of the cardio capacity necessary to keep up with a guy like Dalby who's going to go in there and grind it out. Uh, I expect this to be a dog fight. I expect it to be bloody. I expect it to be everything that this card needs to get started off on the right foot, and that is an absolute blood-soaked dogfight. Alex Oliveira might be able to win, and if he does win, it's going to be by submission. But outside of that, I think Dalby has gained the necessary perspective and experience outside of the UFC. He's back. He's better than ever. Plus 125. First underdog of the night as far as the main card goes, and I think Dalby gets it done. I, this next fight has got me a little bit... I, I'm concerned about the the, the size of Olajacek taking on a guy like St. Pru. They're both 205ers. It's going to be interesting what's going on, but Olajacek has looked just like an unstoppable wrecking machine. And we all know with St. Pru, you got to watch out for the left high kick, the Vaughn flu choke, and that's about it. So if if Olajacek can do what he needs to do, which is avoid those two weapons, I think he gets it done. Minus 265, I don't see a whole lot of value in him there, nor do I think St. Pru. <clears throat> is going to be the type of guy that's going to sneak out an upset here. He very well may, based on uh, you know strength of schedule, quality of opponent. However, I still think Olajacek's going to get this thing done. Minus 265, I'm going to be looking to roll him into a parlay with the next guy that we're going to talk, talk about, and that is Mark Madsen. When this fight initially got announced months ago, uh, you know, we made a post that said, jump all over Mark Madsen, jump all over it. And it seems that the betting public has caught on board with that same logic. And Mark Madsen's now sit- sitting at a minus 600 against uh, Danilo Bellardo. I don't think there's a lot of value th- in just, you know, going in that that direction. Unless you're betting big Floyd Mayweather style bankrolls, I don't see the point in going after Mark Madsen here, but if you can roll him into a parlay uh, with, I'm sorry, if you can roll him into a parlay with with uh, Olajacek, you get that like minus 160 number. That's a number you can pound. That's a number you can throw, you know, a handful of units at a parlay like that uh, and, and get significant return on your money. So that that's a great option there 
if you're looking at it. Uh, but moving on on this main card, you've got Eon Kutalaba taking on Khalil Roundtree. Khalil Roundtree looking like free money right now at minus 135 taking on Eon Kutalaba. I th- Dude, I, I love him in this fight. Kutalaba has shown himself to be uh, worth uh, about three minutes of good fighting. Khalil Roundtree can survive three minutes with Kutalaba. He wins this fight. He absolutely wins this fight. I, uh, Khalil, like I said, Khalil Roundtree, especially coming off his performance with Eric Anders, sitting at minus one thirty-five, looks disrespectful. Looks absolutely disrespectful. I, I'm I'm gonna pound Khalil Roundtree at minus one one thirty-five here. I'm absolutely gonna smash it. I, I don't. I, very rarely do I suggest big unit plays. I'm going to play probably somewhere between five and ten on on Khalil Roundtree. I've yet to I'll decide my bankroll for this event. Uh, that'll be on the Instagram post day of the event. However, I am expecting, or you should be expecting rather, a large play on Khalil Roundtree. Next up, Gilbert Burns stepping in last minute, taking on Gunnar Nelson. Listen, I. Gunny Nelson should win this fight. He should absolutely win this fight. Gilbert Burns is on a on a tear though. And I hate to say it about Gunnar Nelson, man, but he always loses the fights that he should win. And he should win this fight. He absolutely should. My only concern will be is what does Burns look like come fight night? What's he going to look like at weigh-ins? And right now, you know, Vegas seems to agree with my logic on this. Burns, even though he's a last-minute replacement, is sitting at a favorite at minus 135 over Gunny Nelson. It's pretty wild when you think about it. Um, I kind of like this fight. I want to see what the the inside-the-distance play is for this because I think there's a good chance uh, that we might see a finish with this one. But as it stands right now, I think Gunny Nelson's probably going to lose this fight. I just this is a fight that he should win. He really should win this fight. Um, but he has he he always crumples under the bright lights, man. And I just I don't know. I just I'd be shocked if he did win it. It's a fight that he should win, but I'd be shocked if he did. Uh, we already touched on the Madsen fight. So t- main event: Jack Hermanson taking on Jared Cannonier, the Joker. Jack Hermanson's got all the momentum in the world. But the only guy that's out there that can match him as far as momentum goes is Jared Cannonier. Come back down to 185. You know, this guy used to fight at heavyweight, then fought at 205. Now he's at 185. He looks fantastic. Training with the MMA lab full time, no longer, you know, flying in from Alaska and doing all that kind of crazy stuff. He's He just looks unstoppable. I mean, stopping Anderson Silva with leg kicks, it's unreal. But Hermanson, on the other hand, his ground and pound has just looked otherworldly you know he's able to put a pace on you that guys at that weight can just not keep up with and in doing so he's able to break people so the question is can he implement can he impose on Jared Cannonier? and I think he can I think he can uh the backdoor bailout for this fight though is an inside the distance play I really like the inside the distance play I like Hermanson and I like inside the distance if inside the distance is anything less than minus 200 I'm going to just play the inside the distance and enjoy the fight. Um, <laughs> shut, shut your mouth, man. Uh, it's, you know, I think that it's going to be one of those things where Hermanson uh, is able to get it done. If Cannoneer can get him out of there, he's going to do it inside of three rounds. Uh, that's, that's usually 
as far as what we've seen out of him, that's what his cardio seems to allow for. That definitely seems to be, if he's going to get Hermanson out of there, he's got to get him out of there sooner rather than later. Um, but Hermanson, in my opinion, is going to want to try to drag this out. I like Hermanson. I like him by submission. And I like inside the distance. Like I said, anything under two minus 200, we're just going to play inside the distance. If it if that becomes an unreasonable play, as far as odds go, then we'll adapt, overcome, and look at what Hermanson and what Hermanson by uh, submission is going to be. A couple more fights I want to touch on this card real quick because, I, like I said, I believe this is a stacked card, regardless of what some people have said. Um, Sair Bahardizada is taking on Ishmael Nardiev. That's a great fight. That is such a great fight. Um, I absolutely love this fight. CR is just a killer with a great chin, uh, and he's sitting at plus 160 right now. Uh, but I think that, you know, man, I really, I, I really like CR in this fight. Minus, or I'm sorry, plus 160 is a great thing. And then, uh, you know, the people's co-main event, or even maybe the people's main event, Lando Venata taking on Mark Jacasey, and that's buried at the bottom of the card. I don't understand what's going on. There's not two. There's not two guys out there that are as friend fan friendly as these guys. It's unbelievable. I love Lando. I love Mark Jacasey. I think this is a great fight. I love Lando Venata in this fight. Um, I think that he's going to be able to outpace uh, outpace Jacasey. Let me see what the odds are on that real quick. And the yeah, so Lando Venata sitting at plus one thirty. I'm taking Lando, um, and then I'm probably gonna throw a parlay together of all these underdogs that I've talked about today. That'd be uh, Venata and let's see, CR and what was the other one? I said one more underdog that I was happy with. Dalby at plus one twenty five. I'm gonna throw all them together. Probably throw a unit on each one of those, uh, or throw a unit on that parlay and see what that shakes out to as well. And somebody on the live stream says, Diaz versus Masvidal. I can't believe Nate is a plus 175 right now. You know what? I mean, honestly, it has to do with the size of Masvidal, I think. I think that that has a lot to do with it. Um, Listen, Nate came back and Nate won that fight, right? And that's all well and good. And Nate looked good in his last fight. What... I guess what people would have to concern themselves with in a play on Diaz there is how much of it was, I know Dom Cruz says that ring rust doesn't exist, but looking at Diaz, there were times in that fight where he did not look good. Um, he was getting, you know, he not that he's not prone to being hit because he he's hit in every fight that he's in, but it really was just a pace thing more than anything else. Um, he really was just able to do what Diaz's do and put a pace. We haven't really seen anybody able to impose a pace on Masvidal. Masvidal has never had a problem with cardio. He's never really had an issue with that. He's also never really had a problem fighting off, you know, fighting off his back foot. He's never really had a problem fighting backwards. So I guess the difference maker then has to become what does Nate do on the ground? I think a wild card play would be Nate by submission here. Uh, you know, uh, Masvidal by knockout seems of the more probable. Uh, Nate by submission seems of the more probable. Um, 
I don't necessarily know if these guys can give us five hard rounds. They might be able to. They might very well be able to. Um, it might also be one of those things, too, where you know you look at Masvidal versus Askren, and it only takes seven seconds. We have no idea what to expect with that. I don't think it's disrespectful to have Nate at plus 175 right now. What I would say is, is if you like Nate, and you think Nate's going to win that that fight, I think plus 175 is a great, great, great line to get him at. So I would encourage you to go ahead and snag him up if you can get him at 175. Uh, but yeah, all right, guys, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. Uh, you know, took last week off, needed that rejuvenation. We're hoping to just come back and absolutely smash this week. And uh, UFC Copenhagen, in my opinion, is one of the better cards that we've had in a while. Is definitely better than the last card. Um So we shall see what happens on Saturday, but that's it. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate everybody that reached out on social media. Uh, Appreciate the show sponsors, Stay Classy Meats. Go to stayclassymeats.com, guys. Use promo code FIST. Get 10% off of everything that you order there. I can't sing their praises enough. It's a stand-up company run by stand-up dudes doing stand-up work. I've, I've got nothing but nice things to say about them, and it's because it's actually true. You know I don't have a problem talking shit when shit needs spoken so uh thanks to them thanks to saving grace cbd oil i've been relying on heavy heavy doses of cbd these last couple weeks um if you guys recently saw our instagram story where i posted what appeared to be an app um that is my app um that is something that i've been working really hard on it's currently available on Android platforms, and hopefully you'll be out by on Apple come next week. But it is it's called Referred. Check it out, uh, and I'll get I'll do a more in depth ad read for it next week. Uh, but just wanted to throw that out there. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate your support. Uh, you know, like, subscribe, share, do all that kind of good stuff. I appreciate all the things that you guys do for the show. Appreciate the support. I will talk to everybody on Saturday. Social media wise, appreciate everybody that tuned in for the live stream. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, didn't know there was a live stream, it'll be on Instagram for the next, I don't know, 24 hours or so, and then it'll drop off. So feel free to check it out there as well. All right, guys, appreciate you. Thanks.